As a home seller, are you finding yourself getting unsolicited advice from everyone you know, your dog groomer, your hairstylist, your dentist? Well, tune in to today's episode of the Realtor Moms podcast, where we are debunking popular myths surrounding selling your home. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Thanks again for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. Today we are talking again about real estate myths and this time <laughs> the seller edition. Oh yes. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into it, yes. Jamie. How about Zestimates are accurate? Yes. Oh. That is my no. favorite myth. I yes. guess you could say. So um, <laughs> we, we don't want to give the impression that estimates are always bad. way wrong. But, but, you know, don't necessarily look at them and say, my house is worth this. Yeah. You know, don't, as they say, don't bet the farm. Ha ha ha. On the estimate. So one thing I'll say about estimates, if you're in a neighborhood where um, there's been a lot of sales and those sales have been homes that are quite similar, similar to, yours. to yours. Yes. And we have some of those neighborhoods. Oh, yes, definitely. Then your estimate might not be too far off if your home is very average. But here's okay. the thing. If you have a home where the floor plan could be a little different, there's mm-hmm. something that's spectacular yes. or maybe a little different, it's right. not really giving you a true value. You're getting no credit for your extras. Yes. And so another thing to keep in mind is... This is just based off of a calculation mm-hmm. that right. Zillow has come up with. Right. So no doubt. It's probably super complicated. It's super complicated, <laughs> probably. But here's the thing. The only way to get a true, accurate value for your home is to have a, you know, a realtor come in to give you a CMA or a comparable market right. evaluation and or by getting an appraisal. Those are the only two true ways to get a true accurate picture of what your home is worth. Right. We don't want you to sell for less just because Zillow said so. And we sometimes don't agree with how high Zillow Zillow is saying a property is. But we are the market experts for this area. And therefore, we always believe that working with a realtor is going to give you a much better more accurate valuation on your property. Well, here's the other thing, and Billy mm-hmm. will be the last thing I say about this. But <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing: Zillow, there's not someone that actually comes in to give you to look at your home to truly right. evaluate it. An appraiser, a realtor, we go in mm-hmm. and we are able to see your home and actually run those numbers from what we see. So really looking at the true value in real time. Totally. Absolutely accurate. Um, second item on our list is one that we talk about once in a while (laughs) and it's that you will save money if you sell it yourself and don't hire a realtor oh yes so obviously selling real estate is what we do right nobody listening to this podcast is going to be surprised that we disagree with this fact but we want to just give you a a one minute overview on why we believe that this is a myth Um, and and really the number one thing is because we generally are able to sell your property for For more more money my my goal and no tasha's too is always we want to more than pay for ourselves more than pay for our services and um, you know, FISBOs often, most often take a lot longer to sell. They are m- 
more when we say fizzball we mean for, for sale, sale by, by owner. owner that's our real estate <laughs> lingo lingo and so, which we do have a podcast on that yes yes um they take more time to sell which time is money right um and they're more likely to fall apart i mean you as a seller may not be as able to determine if a buyer is truly pre-approved to walk yourself and negotiate through an inspection process and or, let alone the purchase let alone the purchase agreement right all of the legal landmines that you have to navigate dealing with the title work dealing mm-hmm. with the appraisal dealing with what happens if you know the home doesn't appraise right, right. there are so many issues that can come along and we're here yeah. to protect you it's a job and, a, and a, a career all its own because it's a complicated process involving your one of your most precious and most expensive um, and largest investments so um Leave it to the pros. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> Discount brokers will save you money. Oh, yes. Kind of along the same line. So there again, you get what you pay for. Um, so it, why don't you, Jamie, take a little time and explain what is a discount broker? So a discount broker might be somebody who charges a lot less than a, a traditional full-time professional realtor. And maybe what they do is they take a, a fee or a percentage to put Just your house on the market. Just your house on the market. Right, right. And they don't assist you with anything contract. They don't assist you with finding contractors to help you negotiate repairs or, or estimate repairs. They don't you know, show up to... Um, let in your appraiser or negotiate with the appraiser if you have trouble with that or work for you on your behalf to make sure that your sale goes through. They literally collect your fee and put your house on the market. Now there's different categories of discount brokers that do different things so that's kind of one extreme Um, but again when you hire a full service broker brokerage we really feel like you get more than your more than your money's worth out of that service just in both returns saving time and the confidence in your sale correct there we go we can just end (laughs) this here no i'm kidding um how about uh let's talk about pricing pricing let's sometimes sellers or or anybody believes you know let's price it really really high because then there's room for negotiation (laughs) how does that work out talking Oh gosh, that's when we start seeing homes that sit on the market and you know we get the days Impossible. on market issue. Not all the time, mm-hmm. but many times. Um, you know, sometimes I can tell you, at least in the Fargo-Moorhead area and, and the surrounding neighborhoods, what we see is if you are, you know, let's say, let's take a number, $30,000 yeah. overpriced. Mm-hmm. The problem with that being is people are aware it's overpriced. Right. Do they... Do you ever have clients that say, "Let's go look at that house that's overpriced"? I know I don't. It's rare. A lot of times, what they'll do, what they'll say instead is, "Let's look at all these other ones." And if we don't like any of these other ones, then maybe, then maybe. Exactly. Or the other thing they're doing, if they do go and see it, or even if they don't, is especially if it's on the market for a little while, um, is they start price reducing in their head anyway. They they don't anticipate making you an offer anywhere near where that list price is simply because they've got this impression that it's it's not priced correctly. So, um, yeah, ultimately, a lot of times it's just going to end up with a lot more time on the market for the seller and um, a more difficult negotiation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, that is just it can be difficult. It can be very difficult. Rely on rely on your real estate experts to help you negotiate or to come up with the right price for your home. Right, or at least to work with you on it. Correct. Well, what about the highest price is always the best offer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that's another good one. Um, we there are so many pieces to an offer. Right. Oh, yes. You've got closing dates. You've got inclusions, exclusions, clauses, contingencies. You've got all these things that can be part of an offer. Correct. 
Including the price. Including the price. I mean, let's for uh, seller paid closing costs. You right. know, what if you have that $300,000 home and someone is asking for $5,000 in seller paid closing costs? Well, mm-hmm. you're not technically getting a full price offer at that point. Yeah, even if what it says on the top of page one is the same price as your listing price. You've got to go through that. How about um, just asking for replacements or repairs or allowances inside that offer? What if somebody doesn't want to close for nine months what, yeah, or well, wants to close in three weeks and you're not ready? There's so many more details to a purchase agreement than just the price. Obviously, price is king, you know, that's really, really important. But we, as your realtors, we're helping you understand the offer as an entire package so that you can determine um, what's best for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about the best time to sell is summer? Too. <laughs> we see this all the time where we, you know, oh, yes. we're going to wait till summer. Right. Well, there are times, you know, we cannot, Jamie and I, I don't know, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I wish I had that crystal ball in front of me that could predict the yep. future. Yep. But when we take this job so easy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but right now in our area, mm-hmm. there is a severe lack of inventory. Right. Severe. I mean, we don't have as much on the market as what we want. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're taking a look at that, you could really do well for listing your home in this particular market. Because who's to say in a couple, you know, even a month, two months, that we're not going to have the market flooded with homes. We can make no guarantees. Right, right. So Things can change in a market relatively quickly. And so a lot of times what I'm hearing is, well, we don't want to move in the really, really cold cold weather. weather. But guess what? You're not going to move in the really cold weather. If you got an offer today, the likelihood that you would be moving and it would be really, really cold depending on your version of really, really cold, right, um, is, is pretty slim. 45 days at a minimum. Minimum 60 generally days. Generally speaking, 60 days a little more close to average uh, means February, March, April. You're already at mid-April by the time you move. And yes. that may not be summer, however. That is not freezing cold yes. by North Dakota, Minnesota standards. And we do a pretty good job of conveying what a property looks like, even if it is covered in snow. And, and some of what we can do there is... Um, you know, we'll work with a seller to see if they've got any photos. I recently got a photo from a friend who's listing her property and it had a couple people in it. Well, our marketing team was able to remove, remove the people, you know what I mean? So not change the landscape, but, but reasonably take the people quote unquote out of the image so that we could use some of her summertime photos and show off the beautiful landscaping. The other thing is if you don't have photos, I've, I've had our marketing team as well, Um, you know, let's say if photos are taken on a dark, kind of gray, dreary day, they've been able to replace the sky with kind of a blue, bright, kind of nice, warm, summery, you know, Mm -hmm. not not quite summery, but spring day. And then they can even, if there is no snow on the ground, let's say everything's melted, but it's kind of in that time of the year where nothing is greened up nicely, they can green up the grass for you and do that virtual staging. We can do some minor edits to both advertise your property in the best light and also to show somebody what what it's going to look like in a, in a different season a little bit right we can't totally erase all the snow no <laughs> but, no we can't but there are things that we can do even if it's not quite as green as you like or maybe you maybe you want a little more snow i, I don't know but anyway <laughs> we can do some edits <laughs> um then why don't you go into the last one jamie um where are we at on the last one i'm a little out of order here then well one thing that oh, many times earnest, yeah, money. earnest money yes earnest yeah. money. So earnest money is is kind of a mystery to people. So for buyers and sellers alike, earnest money is the money that a buyer is willing to put down at the time that their offer is accepted, and it goes towards the purchase price. 
um, that shows that they are eager and earnest to make the purchase. So the earnest money is generally written out and deposited into a trust account by the listing brokerage or the title company. That means somebody, an independent third party or, or somebody who's not the buyer or the seller hangs on to that, that money. Onto those funds until closing. Until closing. The seller does not get, get to that keep it. money right off the bat, right? Um, they There are instances in which they could get it released to them and that is if the deal were to fall apart by fault of the buyer potentially lots of different details in here we're not covering but just you know as a as a on a large scale there this are is, times when a seller could receive it but what we're trying to let you know is it's a myth to assume that you will always receive it that you as the seller are going to get that earnest money especially at the time of acceptance so yeah and it's not money that just goes nowhere either no it, it goes towards the purchase price it go, well Technically, it goes towards the closing costs or down payment, the funds yep. needed yep. to close at the time of closing um, for the buyer. Mm -hmm. Your overall overall purchase, correct? So those are our you know seller myths. It's you know thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were your realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.